Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I have an interview coming at you guys today, and it's not just any interview. It is with someone who... I am so excited to finally have on the podcast. I feel like this has been quite a long time coming. And today's guest is actually a close family member of mine and someone who I have had the pleasure of watching and learning from over the past probably seven years or so. Her name is Sarah Osman, and she is a mixed race women of color entrepreneur with roots in Madagascar, France, India, and Malaysia. I personally had the divine pleasure of getting to go and visit her home country of Mauritius a couple of years ago. It was absolutely amazing. It was such a unique opportunity that I'm so, so grateful for. Anyways, so she was born and raised in Mauritius. And uh, if you don't know where that is, please take a moment to Google it. Uh, It's a small island that a lot of people are not even aware of, but it is definitely worth the Google search. And she's made her home here in Canada for the past 10 years. She is a wellness and mindset coach for women of color entrepreneurs who want to break free of high stress and burnout and thrive in both their life and in their business. So um, I, like I said, I'm so excited to have Sarah on. Sarah was actually a uh, previous client of mine. She she was actually one of the people who bought my very earliest, uh, my very earliest, my earliest group coaching program, my first group coaching program. I only had a couple of people sign up. And Sarah was one of those people. So she has been just such a such a support for me in my business. But she's also been someone who she's just a natural manifester. She allows life to create contrast and create clarity for her around what it is that she wants, what her purpose is, you know, in this lifetime on this earth. And she dives into things and she trusts that things are going to work out, at least from my perspective. We talk a little bit about that in the episode. And she just has this very beautiful way of allowing things to unfold for her. Uh, And she also was in the last round of my Launch Magic program, which started last April. And that was really her diving into the whole world of online coaching. Um, I, again, am just so in awe of the way that Sarah just dives into things and makes things happen because in the time since she first signed up for Launch Magic, which was really the beginning of her business, uh, as far as she explains it, She has just accomplished so much in such a short period of time. And more recently, Sarah hosted and was the co-founder, actually, of a online wellness summit for women of color called Together Thriving. And I got to sit at the sidelines and watch Sarah and her uh, co-founder, a friend of hers that we talk about on the episode, dive into creating this online wellness summit and pull together so many people, so many sponsors, so much Uh, organization and planning and ideas and a panel of incredible speakers and just it's it was incredible to watch what they were able to pull off and uh, yeah so I'm just so excited to have her on the podcast and be talking about it I really really learned a lot just watching her in terms of you know taking action before you necessarily feel that you are ready to do so and to allow yourself the time needed to really come into clarity around what it is that you're meant to do in your business, who it is that you're meant to serve. Because when Sarah started working on her business back in April, when she joined Launch Magic, that was really early days in terms of she'd always been sort of an entrepreneur and and, uh, she, her background is in kinesiology, but she, that was the beginning of her online business. And so just through a, a allowing of an unfolding, 
her allowing the unfolding of her business, she just, you know, really found her niche. She really found who she's here to serve and she just dove into that. Uh, And today's episode, you know, we talk a lot about being an entrepreneur as a woman of color. And not only that, the thing that I just love about this episode is Sarah talking about really owning who she is, exactly who she is, and seeing that as being all that was necessary for her to not only pull something like this off, but to just really show up very confidently in her business. Uh, And I just think, you know, I I mean, I've been doing, I've I've, uh, done a couple of episodes recently about really allowing for your own creativity, your own uh, magic, if you will. I mean, that's really what launch magic is all about is like, who is it that you are? What is your experience? Who are you here to uniquely serve? And the more that we are able to just embrace and share our own magic and not look at what anybody else is doing, not let what we think we should be offering to dictate what we allow ourselves to do, the more that people respond to us. And you do not need to be anyone or anything other than what you already are. You just have to allow yourself to put yourself out there for your authentic self. Share your genuine, your heart-led message, your soul-led message, if you will. Uh, And that is all that is really required of you. And the more that you are able to see that as being enough and see it as being your access to making the difference that you're here to make, uh, the more people are going to be just drawn into your energy and be so interested in what it is that you're doing and how it is that you can help them. And Sarah's just such a perfect example of that because, you know, she really wasn't super far into her online business before she just said, okay, let's create this summit. That feels good. Let's just go for it and let things unfold. And uh, really just stepping into that role in such a big way. I uh, I don't know. I love her story. I love this interview. Uh, and I'm super excited to share it with you guys. So without further ado, here's my interview with wellness and mindset coach, Sarah Osman. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a business and manifestation mentor for modern entrepreneurs who know that deep down, there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the next level success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality that I desired, I went from teacher to 20 and $30,000 months in just two years in my online business. If there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe that you can become, create, and achieve anything you desire, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I know we've been talking for a while about having me on the podcast, so I'm so glad that it finally happened. I know. It's been one of those things that like, every time I see you, I'm like, I need to have Sarah on the podcast. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I'm really happy that it has manifested. And I especially wanted to offer you, or not offer, have host you on. Um, Here, let me change that. I don't like that word. Uh, I especially wanted to have you join us on the podcast, um, you know, for a few different reasons, but in the last 
I don't know, three months or so, you've done a lot in your business. And I've been really blown away watching you just follow your intuition, let things line up for you and really step into your power and what it is that you have created. So we're going to dive into that. And I, I would love first to ask you if you would, uh, introduce yourself a little, tell our audience who you are and what it is that you do as an entrepreneur. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Sarah Osman. I'm a wellness and mindset coach for women of color entrepreneur. Um, my work focuses primarily on helping women of color entrepreneur with stress and burnout, as that's something that I've experienced myself. Um, and more recently, I've become the co-founder of Together Thriving, along with my really good friend Valeria Hernandez, who um, together we have created a wellness summit for women of color with content created by women of color. So that's an event that we hosted in December and that we're so proud of. Yeah. um, And I am still just blown away at, because you took on something really big, (laughs) right? Like, and you really just dove into building your online business like earlier this year, right? I did. Um, and it, I mean, it happened a little bit differently than what I was expecting, but that's okay. I just, I, I just rolled with it. Um, so yeah, basically I started my business um, in April and at the time um, my contract had ended with uh, the clinic that I was working with. And I, at the time I was hoping to be able to work with them part-time while still building my business, but with COVID hitting and just a couple other things like it didn't work out that way. So I ended up diving right in and into building um, an online business. And it's definitely been a journey (laughs) and I've learned so much about myself and like, yeah, definitely writing a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah. And maybe we could just back up a little bit because you have a really interesting story in terms of, you know, your, uh, what you do professionally, but also where you come from, like, you know, moving to Canada. How long ago was that? Like eight years ago now? 10. It's been a decade. 10 years. Oh my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Like just sort of giving us a bit of background? Yeah. So I'm from Mauritius, which when I tell people in North America, a lot of people look at me like, what? Where are you from? (laughs) Uh, So Mauritius, for those of you who don't know, is a little island east of Madagascar. So that's where I grew up. That's where I was raised. Um, And then in 2010, I moved to Canada um, to go to university. So I went to the University of Guelph. Um, And so, yeah, I've been here for about 10 years. And I actually went to school for kinesiology. So um, a lot of my career has been doing exercise therapy and I've worked with a variety of different clients which has been amazing Um, and when I first started actually I worked at a gym and I worked primarily with it was the gym for women so I worked with a lot of women of all different ages um, and I, I really enjoyed that job and within a year I think it was like right about a year of me working there the gym closed really suddenly um it was kind of like a rumor going around that they were going to close and then it was like yep we're closing in two months um and I was kind of like left thinking like what am I gonna do like what am I gonna do and like can I find like work within those two months um and it was kind of like a my first sort of, well, not my first, my second big leap of faith, I'll say, um, of deciding to start like my 
personal training business. Um, and that was like sort of my first experience with entrepreneurship and creating something of my own. Um, my first leap of faith was actually choosing to move to Canada, um, where mm-hmm. I had envisioned, like I had envisioned like the campus that I wanted to go to. And Canada was like last on my list because I don't know, it was so far and cold. Um, <laughs> and like sometimes, sometimes I still wonder, like, you know, like I can't believe I'm here. But when I found, like, I remember seeing like the picture of the campus that I had imagined, which was the campus, like the Guelph campus. And yeah, that was kind of like my first leap of faith when I was, where I was like, well, oh, that's exactly what I was looking for. Like, let's go. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, I mean, I remember when I came back from Australia and I was, it was in the middle of the winter and I remember looking at you and being like, Sarah, you could have moved anywhere in the world. Why are you here? (laughs) Because I was like, so like missing the warmth of Australia. And it was like such an awful winter when I moved back as well. (laughs) I just remember that, but, um, anyway, so I, um, I mean, I really loved watching, I think that you're sort of like this natural manifester and you really have a good understanding of a lot of the principles that we talk about, um, on this podcast and, you know, elsewhere on the internet when it comes to consciously creating, but also what I've seen in you is, um, this, even before you knew about manifestation or before it was something that was sort of top of mind for you, you were always someone that took those leaps of faith and had trust. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think um, whenever I felt a strong pull in terms of following my gut, like I've, right. I've kind of gone for like, I, I've decided to take like those leap of faiths as like people call it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I think, I mean, I, I like I learned through manifestation through you, like when you started your journey, um, mm-hmm. you kind of you would talk to me about it a little bit. And then eventually I started to get more and more interested. Um, yeah. And so like, that's kind of how I learned more about like manifestation. And I started to dive more into self development and you know, that whole realm. Um, But, but to this day, I mean, like, it always comes back to following my gut, no matter what. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing is like, you're just a very intuitive person. Um, And I definitely want to speak to that or or have you speak to that in regards to your business. Uh, But just to give people a little bit of a context, you joined uh, my launch magic program back in April. And I think what's so what's been so interesting for me and something really worth having you here to talk about is that, you know, you had to take action on things that you thought you wanted before figuring out where your space really was, where your, who your people really were, where you were going to be not just able to shine, but really show up authentically as yourself. So what was that process like for you in terms of where you started in your business and what you thought you were, who you thought you were here to serve, and then really kind of following that intuition and allowing it to guide you to creating this incredible online summit and connecting with all of these women who you personally can really, really, um, serve and feel authentically connected to? Um, Yeah, well, like, so in terms of like the business that I have now, it's an online coaching business. And I wanted to create that because when I had my first business doing personal training, I just realized that like, it took a lot of time and energy for me to have to be physically in 
a space, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and you know, there, I felt limited in terms of how, how much I could do because I had to be there physically for each client. And that was really draining. And so I played around with the idea of creating um, an online coaching business for a while. And I did a health coaching training course for it. Right. Um, and then finally, when like time was right, we'll say like when I was ready to kind of dive into really creating it, I tend to be someone who like, will experiment so like I just I just like to like dive in and do the things like I'm very hands-on and then I'll just figure out what works and what doesn't as I go along and so I think that's kind of what happened when I first started and I think too because I jumped in um, like fully into creating it uh, after leaving the clinic. I like I felt like okay I just need to learn how to do it just actually apply it all and and see what happens and so that's kind of what I wanted to do through launch magic and I definitely learned a lot there in terms of like how to do the things right Mm -hmm. so like we like with you like we went through how to start like the the idea of like what a course would look like and then going through the process of launching it um But what was interesting is like, as I was going through that process, um, like early in the, uh, I mean, sorry, late spring, I actually um, got a message from someone who found me online. Her name's Giselle Allen, and she is a mindset coach for women of color entrepreneurs. And I actually had the chance to work with her in the fall, which was amazing. Um, But I just loved the, like the message that she sent to me. And I felt drawn to going to her profile and just checking checking her out. And I remember seeing in her link tree that she had a community for women of color. And I like I had to pause for a second because I realized that I had never been in a space where it was only for women of color um and and to be fair like you know I've been as I said like I've been living in Canada for 10 years and I very often if not always find myself surrounded by a lot of white people um and so I just never had the chance to like really reflect on that because it just became part of what I was used to um so that was actually a nice pause and a moment of being like wow I've never thought of seeking out a space um, where other people um, looked like me and so that was my like that was my first experience of joining a space that was completely different from um, any physical or online spaces that I had joined before and that really changed um, how I I wanted to um, like the audience that I wanted to reach I think but also Mm -hmm. it changed me like personally like aside from just thinking about my business it really changed me personally because I finally started to be surrounded by people who like had similar experiences to me and so I started to talk more about experiences that I never thought to talk about before only because I well I didn't see it reflected in my world right (laughs) um and I just never thought of talking about those things um so it it really changed me personally and I started to make amazing friendships uh through this group and one of those friendships being Valeria Hernandez who is the co-founder of Together Thriving um so I'm yeah I always mention this group because I'm just so grateful that I found a community where I was able to show up fully um Mm -hmm. and I think that's what really changed for me is that I was able to be all of myself 
in there. Uh, That gives me shivers just because (laughs) – well, what I really love about it especially is that you weren't necessarily even aware that that was something that was so missing for you, right? And so missing in the online space was like a a community – or communities of people who shared your experiences, who celebrated you for exactly who you were and who encouraged you just to be yourself, which is ultimately like our biggest tool that we have, and not tool, but our, our biggest asset that we have in business is to show up fully as ourselves. And I do think it's been something that was really hard to do for people of color, to be honest. Like there just wasn't nearly as many nearly as much awareness or nearly as many spaces being created for for people to show up authentically in that way. Does that, like, am I right to say that? Um, well, and I want to say, like, I can speak for, like, my, like, I know my experience is different from right, what right. other people experience too, right? And so the experience that I can speak of is that of being an immigrant and moving to a country where um, the culture is predominantly white Um, because like through like my own learning um, in the last year, like I've also realized just how different um, the experience of someone like a person of color, like who has, you know, who, was born and raised in North America is so different from what I grew up with. And it's really important for me to acknowledge that. Um, But at the same time, I can, yeah, I can speak to sort of my experience moving from, well, first of all, a small country where like a lot of people in North America don't even know about. Um, And then, you know, moving to like this big country where like, especially, you know, Hollywood kind of created this um, image for us where like, it's like, okay, no, like people in North America, like have the answers. Like that's kind of how I grew mm. up thinking. It's like, well, I'm moving to this big country where like, I will learn so much from others. And I think what I've realized is that I lost touch with what I can bring to the table. And I always, and again, this is something that I didn't realize until I started to really, um, reflect on my own experience as a woman of color as an immigrant and in Canada is I saw myself as this small (laughs) like little islander like that's kind of how I uh, how I saw myself and that's kind of how I showed up so even though I know that I have knowledge I would always stop like I would always stop myself um, at one point or another because I had this underlying assumption that the person on the other side who were, I'm going to say is like a Canadian born. And especially if it's someone who is white, like I would see them as more knowledgeable than I was. Mm. Um, and that's just something that has been really harmful to my own personal self-development um, in the last several years. And I just didn't realize that until I found myself in a space where I had the chance to really dive into that and, um, and heal that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that because it just really, it really just opens up my eyes to, you know, what, when people talk about doing our own work on white supremacy and biases that we hold, it's like, we don't, we don't, we, I talk about identity all the time, right? Who you are for yourself. And I think the thing that we oft, so often don't realize, or just hasn't been part of the conversation is that if you're not someone who grew up in the Western world and is white, you've been, you've been told, or you've kind of been forced to adopt certain subconscious beliefs about yourself, which 
does end up hindering you if you don't, if you're not aware that they're there. And I don't think it's, you know, it's limited to the Western culture, though, because yeah. like me coming from Mauritius, like a little bit of background on like the history of Mauritius. Um, well, we were a colonized country. Uh, we have, a, you know, like we were colonized by the British at one point and from by the French at one point. Um, and even though now we are we have been an independent country for several years, um, you know, we like we do come from a history of like having to assimilate to someone else's culture to a white culture and and that's still lingering um you know and and it's something that's still present um not in a different way than the way it shows up in um in north america from what i've experienced but there are similarities with that too and so it is something that's um that you know you can see in like several parts of the world definitely so what i'd really like to jump into next is your summit that you that you brought together with your friend uh, Valeria Hernandez, that um, what I would, from the outside looking in, really looked like this inspired idea that kind of downloaded between the two of you. Um, what was that process like in terms of it? Was it just a conversation that you had where you'd been connecting with this person and you sort of stumbled across this um, download of we should create a space for other women of color online? Um, well, I think for me personally, it like the I the seed was planted a little bit earlier. Um, earlier in the summer, I had the chance to be a speaker at the Black Joy Summit, and it was my first time, like since starting my online business, that I had a chance to be on a platform where I got to like host a workshop um, and talk to a broader audience, and I really enjoyed that. And I remember thinking at the time, and it's it's an idea that I always had in the back of my mind um, was I, I just wanted to one day be able to create my own speaking event. And I always thought it would be something like I'd have to be two to three years into my business. And um, of course, I pictured it being something that was in person. And again, like I thought it would take me a while to build it. Um, fast forward to when I met Valeria a couple of months later, we she is um, she's a health coach as well. And she's vegan. And so her and I met inside um, that the community of women of color entrepreneurs that I mentioned earlier. And we wanted to connect because it seemed like we had a lot in common um and i remember the day before her and i actually met for our virtual coffee date she sent me a message and said hey how would you feel about creating a wellness a virtual wellness summit and i got so excited by the idea and again it's because it was a vision that i had a while ago and she just once she uh, put that invitation out there. I just knew that it was al- already something that I I've been wanting to create, and I just saw an opportunity there. So I just said, "Oh, I would love to." And so we met the next day and started to discuss what that would even looked like. Um, but I just love that you know it was something that we wanted to jump into before we even really met and knew each other. Yeah, um, and I also love that you just. Like, because previously you'd had all these rules as to why, you know, you had to wait to do it or, or how far along you needed to be in order to do something like that. When in reality, it's like, we can give ourselves permission to do anything that we desire to do in our business, but we have to allow for that. And that's what I watched for you was you, there was no, like, there was no holding yourself back from it. You're like, we've decided that we're going to do this and and we're going to do it regardless of, you know, things are going to, you let things line up for you from what I saw, because it's not like 
you know, you had an existing community of thousands of people or anything. It was simply an idea and I, in a vision that you brought to life really from the ground up, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I think that, so when her and I met and started to create this, um, this event and just even just plant the seed really at the time, I also had started a new coaching program working with, uh, Giselle Allen, who I mentioned earlier. Um, and it, the, this program was very different from anything that I had experienced. Again, it was a coaching program that was specifically for women of color and, in this program, I really got to work on blocks that I wasn't aware of before. And really, like, in the end, what ended up happening for me was just being able to allow myself to be everything um, that I am and not having to, again, separate from like different identities that I hold. And that was actually the the big shift that happened for me right at the beginning, because, um, again, I, I, I didn't realize at the time that I was always seeing myself as this um, person who came from this tiny little island and like what would I have right. to bring to the table um, in like a big country like that's always that was always my story but I just never really realized it was my story and so once I shifted from there I allowed myself to really show up and like go all in into this idea um, with Valeria and that that was a big like moment of growth for me. Do you mind um, if you're comfortable just sharing, you know, one or two of what those blocks were that you uncovered that, you know, were sort of subconscious for you? Because I think it's really important for anybody in this world of manifestation and especially coaches to understand how, you know, racial biases play out in the world of creating your reality and why it's so important that we become aware of, you know, where people have come from. And, and what their journey is going to look like uniquely as a result. Yeah. Um, so, so the first one is the one of the, that I've already shared, right? Yeah, Coming from right. this uh, small island and then moving to a big country. Um, the other one that I didn't realize I, I hold, and it's very much tied to that first one that we talked about, is um, that I associated, you know, knowledge with power. And I always saw, like people other than me and again it's because I thought you know I'm someone like I moved to a different country I don't I've moved to a bigger country where like there's knowledge I always thought others had more power than I did um hopefully I'm phrasing that in a way that makes sense yeah but that's that is sort of what I thought and so by doing that I took away a lot of my own power and my like acknowledging how much I can bring to the table um so shifting that was uh was big for me um but then also there were other things that I realized in terms of some of the some experiences that I had or some thoughts or yeah like let's go with that like certain thoughts that I've had when I've been uh, in certain situations and I just thought like something was wrong with me when in fact uh, what it was was that I was like there was just no one else around me who uh, was sharing that experience and so um, I think for a while thinking that something was wrong with me was also harmful in that way so I always felt like I had to fix um, what was wrong Mm. or I had to keep pushing through something that just didn't even feel right but it was just like well I'm the only one who seems to be going through this. So obviously um, it's coming from me. Um, So those were sort of the two, the the three bigger things that like came up and that I had the chance to work on. 
Thank you so much for sharing those because I, I don't know. I just think it's really valuable to hear just the journey that other people go on through this whole, um, game, I guess you could not game, but this process of, uh, allowing ourselves to receive what it is that we want, work towards and receive what it is that we want. And I love that you touch on it being like unknown to you almost or like unconscious, right? Like you weren't really aware that these things were holding you back. You just thought, well, this is just something I need to change about me. Yeah. And I, and I mean, again, it's just like, I think like for me, it was once I started to hear other people talk about some of my experiences that I realized, like, first of all, it brought clarity to some of what yes. I had thought of experience in the past, but then um, also I just started to feel less alone in this. Um, and so I, you know, it's, it's something that was unconscious. Um, and I'm so glad that I had the chance to work through this. I feel like I lost my Yeah. Well, I, I just bring that up because it's like, so often we're just not aware of these beliefs that we have that we've inherited or whatever that are really dictating so much of not only how we show up, but what we allow ourselves to create and believe that we're capable of. Right. Um, so, uh, sorry, did you have something to, Oh, I was just going to say, well, I think for, for me too, like what was important in um, diving through, um, through this work was that it allowed me to start talking about my own experience with, uh, people close to me, especially like my family. And, right. and since then I've been able to have a lot of conversations that have helped others, um, heal as well or have at least helped them understand their own experiences and um, move forward in a way that feels best for them and so um, that's that's been a really amazing ripple effect to mm, um, witness yes. as well especially for uh, my own family amazing um so going back to the summit uh because you know, we've got a lot of online creators here and I'm sure they, I've never done anything like what you pulled together <laughs> and just the, I mean, you were just in all of the places you were coordinating so many people and so many ideas and bringing them all together. And, um, and it's not like you'd done it before. And it's not like you had a coach as far as I know that was saying, okay, now go and do this. Yeah. That yeah, that's correct. So I do have a friend who hosted her own summit earlier okay. in the summer and sh she was a great resource um, in terms of sharing with us what that behind the scenes looked like. So essentially like what happened was, you know, Valeria and I decided, okay, like I think this is an, a, the, the idea of the summit is something we should definitely explore, but we didn't know where to start. And so uh, my friend Dahlia Kinsey, who hosted the Black Joy Summit, um, was really generous with her time and, you know, sat down with us and just gave us an idea of what it was like for her creating a virtual summit. And um, basically, like, I mean, after the meeting, we were like, wow, that that's a lot more work than we thought. But um, we were just so lit up by the vision that we had that we just decided, yeah, like, let's go all in. And um, yeah, and from then on, like her and I just started talking every single day, you know, like voice notes every day, text messages, like, just slowly, like working at it and meeting every Monday to like, really, like create this um, wellness event within like three months, which was not a whole lot yeah. of time, but, um, but it turned out to be really incredible. So what did you start with? Because I, I remember seeing you pretty early on sort of announcing it and then um, 
advertising for speakers or, or, you know, putting a call out there for speakers. Is that sort of where you started with the process? Yeah, that's uh, so once we like, you know, decided what it is that we wanted to create, we put it out there because we wanted people to know, we wanted people to know what our vision was. Um, and we knew that this is not something that we could create on our own. And we didn't want to like, we wanted this to be a collective effort. Um, mm-hmm. And we wanted to um, speak, we want sorry, we wanted to call out to people who would be able to speak to um, the like wellness through the lens of a woman of color because that was what was missing you know like the reason why we decided to create this wellness summit was because we wanted to create something that was meant for us um we didn't want to hear it through the lens of someone else we just really wanted it to be through the lens of a woman of color and have speakers who spoke to that audience specifically because that's not something that we see enough of at least in in the wellness industry and I know it's not you know, limited to that industry. Um, so that's kind of where we started. Um, and yeah, we were so grateful with all of the applications that we received. And even just that, like that was already telling us that um, this was something that um, others were looking for and yeah. wanted more of. And so that was sort of our first indicator that, okay, like, you know, we're on the right track. Um, yeah. And you like where were so you were obviously announcing it on Instagram. Did you post in Facebook groups? Like, wh- how did you get the word out? Um, well, so since Valeria and I were in the same community for women of color entrepreneur, that's primarily where we um, asked for anyone okay. who would be interested. Um, I myself am in a different uh, community for women of color as well, and so I put a call out there, and we did have a few responses from that group as well. So that was amazing. So yeah, we we turned to our communities to speak for speakers we didn't really I mean we did um share it on Instagram but we didn't actually put a lot of effort into promoting it out there because we wanted to find um people who we had already connected with through our community and we wanted that opportunity for those who were in in those spaces yeah and I love what you're saying about really connecting people to your vision because I mean, ultimately, when you're trying, when you're wanting to create something that's just so much bigger than you and that has a real mission behind it, I think connecting people to, you know, this is what we're wanting to accomplish and we're looking for people that are are wanting to help us because I know that that was such a big part of how your summit came alive was that the speakers you brought in felt like it was theirs as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, it was, it was, it was great to see that it wasn't just us who felt the need to create our own table (laughs) when it comes to, you know, instead of trying to find a seat at someone else's table, we wanted to create our own. Um, and like all of our speakers resonated with that. And that, that was really helpful because, um, there was so much that we had to do behind the scenes and, I'm so grateful that, you know, on the days where we were feeling really tired, we would see our speakers promoting on Instagram about their talk. And that was such a big help because there were days where we're like, okay, we should be, you know, posting something on Instagram, but we were so tired. And it was so nice to um, see others who were as excited um, about creating this event as we were. Um, And then we started seeing people from um, our audience as well, like starting to share about it. And that, again, it just got that ball rolling. And so it was beautiful to like witness that energy and drive. Yeah, that was what I wanted to ask you about um, next was you had described to me like 
it feels like everything about this has just been so aligned. Um, what did you mean by that when you're, you know, in the process of, of building this summit and you're viewing it as like, it's just really something that is so aligned for us that's coming together that like, yeah, what, what, when you said that to me, what, how, why were you using that to describe it? Um, well, <laughs> to, <laughs> to say it like really simply, like everything was going really well. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's one of those things where like, for me specifically, like sometimes when things are going well, like you just, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop because it's like, well, mm-hmm. I can't keep going that well um and and not to say that you know we didn't have stressful moments or you know things that we had to work around or whatever but like things were just going so well and people were you know our audience was responding to what we were creating and so it just came to a point where we realized well we just we're obviously you know going in the right direction so we just have to keep at it like one step at a time um and know that you know, we're not alone creating this. And so where that came about was, you know, we were really transparent with everyone who was involved with, um, with the summit about like what we were doing, what was going on, because we wanted people to feel included, um, in the creation of this. Like we didn't want to just like do our own thing behind the scenes. Like we wanted to, to, um, share what we were doing with our speakers, but also with our community so that, um, you know, they knew how to support us as well. And leaning on support was something that was different from what I had done before. Um, yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's just a perfect example of like, building an aligned business or, or like what I talk about on here is like have the vision and the more that it lights you up, the more on track you are. And then let things, it's like when you have that energy and momentum behind what the vision is and you just, it feels like such a a calling of yours, it just takes on this life of its own. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what helped for us too was with every, we put a lot of thought in every decision that we made and with every decision, we would always remind ourselves, like, we're creating this for our community. And, and that was a really uh, big part of it, too, because we realized, like, you know, we're, like, it wasn't just for us that we were creating it, we were creating it for a collective and constantly reminding us of that, um, like, keyword, (laughs) like that value, um, was really helpful in guiding um, every decision that we made. And I think that's why, um, several times, like it just felt aligned. Like it just felt like we were moving in the right direction. Um, right. Yeah. Um, I would love to know, um, shit, I had a question lined up there and now I can't remember what it was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really into what you're saying. And then I'm, I like have a question queued up and I forget. Um, oh, okay. I remember. So I'd love to know, you know, what was your sort of overarching overall intention behind launching this summit for the participants and for the speakers and the people that attended? What what was that vision? Like if you could sum it up because we had a little chat before we started recording and I just loved what you had to say. Yeah. Well, um, again, we so when we started to talk about like creating a wellness summit, like we really wanted it to be like our tagline was, you know, wellness summit 
for women of color by women of color. And that's really what we wanted because in a, in a lot of wellness spaces where we always feel like it's coming through, um, a lens of a through the lens of someone who's white and that's yeah. not speaking to our experience like we were wanting to uh, like we wanted to create and find content that spoke to our experiences specifically right. so that was like the first um sort of the first thing that we thought about we wanted to create a space that felt safe to come into and share like the, the 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 experiences that we're having and and learn from others who are who have those same shared experiences um because like that was something that Valeria and I had both experienced and that was like so powerful for us um and I can't speak you know to like her experience but for mine like I as I've shared it in this episode like it was like such a powerful shift for me right. um and then we we wanted this to be accessible to others um we didn't want this to be like something that's so expensive that people want to buy into because that's not the point like we wanted to create this for our community and we wanted it to be accessible to as many people as possible that being said we want to see women of color thriving in all areas of life and that does include financial uh well-being as well um and so we wanted to be able to pay our speakers so we didn't like this wasn't a free event because we wanted to be able to um, pay our speakers um, that being said we created several ticket tiers and different promotional opportunities along the way to make this event as um, accessible as possible and um, through the scholarship program as well that we created for the tickets as well amazing um, and so moving forward with this I, I'm assuming that you guys have plans to do it again yes <laughs> Yeah, I I would hope so. <laughs> um, are there any were there any like key takeaways that you said okay we're gonna do that differently um, next time or is it more just like we're just looking at building on what we've already created? Um, it's a little bit of both. So this time, this um, this year, I mean, I guess we're in a different year now. But <laughs> the yeah. first one, twenty twenty, um, it all of the talks were um, pre-recorded ahead of time. So they went live at a specific time because we did have a schedule created for the talks. Uh, but all the speakers had the chance to create the talk um, in their own time and then submit it to us. And so one of the feedback that we did receive was that a lot of people wished it, the the event was fully live and mm-hmm. um, I do feel drawn to doing it that, that way next time. And so does Valeria because um, now we do know what it takes to create this event. Right. right? And we've nailed down a lot of the uh, behind the scenes tech stuff and, um, and it did feel good. Like we did have a couple of live events throughout that weekend and that week. And those really did feel good being able to be uh, in a zoom room with other, uh, other women and, actually being able to share and discuss and interact together. And that felt really good. And so we do want to make this event a lot more interactive um, the next time around. And, but I do think that other than that, like there are a lot of things that we created this time that we want to keep when it comes to um, the ticketeers that we created and how to make it accessible to others. Um, we like were so lucky with the speakers that we found and we want to, you know, we thought that that process went really well and we hope to do that again next year. Um, there are a couple of things that we want to tweak here and there, but overall, I think we were able to create a really beautiful event the first time around and we get to build on that. 
Ugh, I, I just think that's amazing because like it still would have been an amazing accomplishment to pull something like this together and had lots of things go wrong with it, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. which I think is probably way more common than people do something like this and it doesn't go the way that they wanted it to. Um, and I think that just speaks to the power of your own alignment and vision with this. And I also love what you're saying where it's like, we put our focus where it needed to be given that this is the first time we ever did this and the tech side of things and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, in the meantime, it made sense to have the speakers pre-record their stuff because it was one less, their their talks, because it was one less thing that we had to try and wrap our head around, you know, given all this other stuff. And so for me with coaching people, when they are um, building something in their business, usually it's a course or a program or a community or whatever, I always say like, just give give it what it needs right now. Like host the program inside a Facebook group. You don't need to build a whole membership site for the first time around. Let it be something that you build on. And so, um, I don't know. I just love that you brought that up because now it's like all of the foundation is laid and you can focus in on, you know, creating it so that it's live. But if you tried to do everything the first time around, it probably wouldn't have gone the way that it did, which was amazingly, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like one thing that we also were reminding ourselves along the way is to just show up as humans. We weren't trying to show up as experts uh, by any means. Um, and, and I think that was a really great way of connecting with those who were involved in the whole process that like that being a speaker or someone who attended the event or anyone else who helped along the way. Um, we were just really honest about like what that process looked like. And, and we just, you know, kept sharing it with people along the way. And I love that because everyone got to be part of that, like first event yeah. and like in the creation of it um and I think that for for us um as organizers like that made it even more special on our end yeah um one of the sort of real pivot points I have made in my business was through a, a quote I heard I think his name is Simon Sinek and he says uh, it's not about what you do, but why you're doing it. And when you connect people with why you're doing what you're doing, um, it's something that they feel a part of and it's something that they get to see themselves in. And so I think that that approach of like, it served you to be people, two people that were figuring this out and you were bringing people along for the ride and you weren't trying to paint yourself a certain way in the hopes that people would want to, like just by showing up as yourself, that was more than enough. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. And I, and I love that because it, it did feel very liberating to just like show up and share with people and in a way that just felt like whole. Ugh, I love and of that. course, and... having fun, like doing it with someone else, like that was a whole other, like something right. that was new to me. And like, it was a lot more fun doing it that way too. Did you have any moments, because this is a question I get all the time. Did you have any moments of imposter syndrome come up? Um. Well, honestly, not as much as I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that a big part of that was um, because I was working, like I, I was like working on just embracing all like aspects of my identity. And I felt like I was in a space where I was welcome. I felt safe sharing oh, in that space. It. And, and I like, we did focus our energy on our community. Like we didn't try and seek out, um, you know, audiences where we just didn't feel like 
we were, I don't know how to, like, not welcome, but just, I don't know, we, like, we turned to the people that we felt safe uh, to open up to. Um, and I think, like, when you're starting something new, like, that, for me personally, like, that was helpful in making me feel comfortable because I felt comfortable showing up in front of my community who had gone to know me for several months at that point. Um, and that felt really good. I feel like this theme that's coming through that um, it's just so important for people to understand, and it's a big one of those like permission slip topics, is like show up as yourself, serve the people that you can serve right now. We make it so much about a lot of the time. I know I did this in the beginning of my business, and this is a question I get from clients all the time of like, I don't know if people are going to want to listen to me because I'm talking about weight loss, but I'm not at my thinnest weight, or I am helping business owners, but I'm not yet making six figures. And it's like, it's not any of those things. And and the more that we try to be the person we think other people want us to be, the more that we're coming from lack. Whereas like your experience, Sarah, and what you keep speaking to is just so powerful where it's like, you didn't need to be anything other than what you already were. And in celebrating that, you were coming from this place of like, just so much more than enough and abundance and authenticity. And that's what people resonated with. Absolutely. And, and and I mean, I do have to say that I had support behind the scenes too when I was doing that coaching, right? So along with like at the same time as I was creating Together Thriving, I was going through a coaching program where right. I've had incredible support uh, through that. It was a group coaching program. And so having um, that space too um, really helped me, you know, feel supported along the way because it was not easy to show up as myself, right? And um, like, I did have moments of doubt, but I always, like, I turned to the people that I knew could support me in those moments. Um, and that helped me move forward. And so it's really important. Like, I just want to share that it's not just like me, um, <laughs> like, being able to show up on like, as myself right. on my own, like I had a lot of support behind me to right. show up that way. And so that was a big change for me because I always thought that I had to do it um, on my own, like figure it out on my own, like do that work on my own and, um, and not like doing it in a different way this time and having so much support, um, not just in the event that we created, but just in my own personal development, like that was huge for me. Yes. I love that. And, and I'm just having flashbacks to like when we, uh, like at the beginning of the year when you were really, you know, starting to dive into, okay, I'm going to start this online business, um, which I want to acknowledge you, Sarah, just for being someone who just dives in. <laughs> like you just <laughs> trust your, you were like, it, COVID was starting. You'd like, you know, I, I don't remember if you'd lost your job or no, you hadn't lost your job, right? Because you were sort of frontline. Yeah. Is that correct? It, yeah. I like my contract was come, like came to an end naturally. Right. Um, and bec with COVID um, starting, like it was difficult to line something up uh, after that because yeah, just because right. of the nature of my work. And yet that none of those things were reasons for you not to like invest in your business in big ways right out the gate. Right. Um, but I just remember like, I think I remember you saying like you'd never really shown your face on like Instagram stories and you know, there was a lot of, um, there was just so much transformation that you embraced. And now it's like the way that you show up, putting your face out there, putting your message out there, being your true authentic self. It's quite the transformation that I've seen in you in just these last like 10 months or however long it's been. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I like, I do like, it's funny because it feels like a different person, but at the same time I realize it's actually not 
like I'm, I don't feel like a different person I just feel like who I always was but it's like yeah. I forgot for a while and now I'm just back to that right it's like really I mean it's it's really we always talk about like who do you need to be to be successful and blah 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 the answer is just more of ourselves like permission to be more of ourselves willingness to show up as more of ourselves we don't have to really it's, it's more of like a taking away from what isn't who we truly are mm-hmm. rather than trying to create something new um yeah sorry were you gonna say something? oh I was just gonna say like definitely and I think again for me like I know I feel like I've said this several times <laughs> this episode, no, but that is like what helps me is that I finally um like started to like step away from like spaces where I didn't feel represented because that was mm. that was actually what um helped me create like a, a big shift and in a like fast way like faster than I expected um because I always kept going towards the things that weren't resonating with me a hundred percent like some of it was but it wasn't always speaking to my own experience or even just being able to see others who um shared my experience or looked like I do like that was a big shift in how I started to um see myself as well and that was again what helped me kind of show up like whole yeah no I'm glad that you have come back to that because um it really is just such a, I mean, not only is it now what you're helping other women to step into for themselves, but it's just, it's really like your superpower. Like maybe that's the title of this episode. You are your superpower. <laughs> that would um, be a good title. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Anyways, um, I just have a couple more questions for you, Sarah, and I just so appreciate you taking the time to uh, be on here with us today. And I think that you share just a really powerful, but also, um, unique perspective when it comes to not just diving into your business like a badass, like <laughs> throwing caution to the wind because you really have done that. Um, but just the giving yourself permission side of things. I would love to know um, how is it that principles of manifestation and alignment that I know you are big on, how do those shape the way in which you approach your growing your business? Um, Are there any practices that you put in place or is it more just a general knowing that when you leap, the net appears and it's safe to follow your intuition? Um, Well, actually what I started to turn towards in the last couple of months is human design, which I know it's something that you've started to like learn about. And I know you had someone on the podcast who talked about it. Um, And that was again, a powerful tool for me because in the past when I was like, you know, the start of my journey in terms of understanding manifestation and all that stuff, um, there always felt like it's something that's like outside of me. And I would have to change um, like who I am in some ways to be able to like get to that. Um, Whereas like when I started to also like look at human design, it was all about like already recognizing everything that I already was and just leaning into that. So it was coming back to like self-trust, but a self-trust that I just didn't realize I wasn't tapping into because I did like, I trust my intuition. I trust my gut um, when it comes to taking um, action, but there was a certain level of self-trust that I didn't realize I was disconnected from. And so like, for me, it really was like a coming home. Oh, I love that so much. Um, <laughs> that's really what like the aligned way of building a business is all about is come to- home to yourself, shine that. That's exactly the light that you came here to 
you know, spread to others. And the more that you do that, the more people are drawn to it, the more your business grows, your impact grows, your reach grows. Um, yeah. So I really love that. And, um, is there anything, you know, you want to leave our audience with both perhaps women of color who are navigating this space and really working on seeing their personal experiences as being their access to creating everything that they want, having the impact that they want. Um, and also just, you know, entrepreneurs in general, in terms of, um, everything that you've been talking about coming in home to yourself in order to create the change and the life that you desire. I know that was like a very roundabout way of asking. (laughs) What would you like to leave our audience with today? (laughs) Um, well, I mean, like what I would share is just like sort of what's helped me in the last year. And so hopefully if it's helped me, it'll help someone else who's listening. But um, if you find yourself in a space where you just don't recognize your own experience or yourself in it, like walk away and go look mm-hmm. for what feels safe and good for you, like where you feel like you can show up um, and share your experiences and be with others who also share that experience because you are able to open up in a whole new way that is so liberating. Um, But also you start to, yeah, you start to, you know, feel more at ease with who you are instead of constantly looking for external um, things to fix or change or do things differently. Mm -hmm. Like we, we already have, the, the wisdom that we need and so it's all mm. about coming back to that and I do think that I mean humans are social so we we do need to find ourselves in spaces and so I that's why I would say like finding spaces where you know they speak to your experience they speak to what you're looking for um, so that you get to actually grow in those spaces um, and then the other thing that also helped me um, in the last year was you know once you find that community where you feel um, you know, safe and comfortable with, um, don't be afraid to lean in for support because, um, often like we're just, you know, we try to figure it out on our own. We do it ourselves. Um, when really like we're not meant to do anything alone. So Mm. just leaning in for support, it's something that's so difficult and vulnerable to do, but slowly leaning in for support where you need to and asking for it. We are co-creators. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. That was amazing. Uh, What, just quickly, what is your sort of longer term vision for what you are creating both with the summit and just elsewhere in your business? Yeah. Well, I mean, for the, for Together Thriving, we're definitely wanting to continue to host our summits annually. Um, Hopefully one day in person, post COVID (laughs) times, Uh, that would be an an amazing thing to create. Um, But we're also wanting to launch a podcast this year. So that's one of our bigger projects. I was literally listening to you talk being like, Sarah needs a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we want to create a podcast for Together Thriving. So that's um, a project that we want to work on earlier in the year. We still plan to have our summit later in the year, in the second half of the year. So um, that will be sort of something that we focus on um, earlier this year. Um, And then for myself, well, I do feel that now in the last, well, now that I've felt um, like I found my community and um, the people that I want to surround myself with. Um, I'm actually wanting to just shift some things around with my business and now start creating content that um, speaks to my community. And so that's what I want to focus on alongside building Together Thriving. 
Amazing. Um, where can people connect with you, find out more about upcoming summits, podcasts, all the things? Yeah, well, Instagram is definitely the best way to find me. That's where I'm most active. Um, so um, hopefully you'll link my handle there. <laughs> but my handle is Sarah Osman Wellness. That's where you can find me. Um, and Together Thriving is also on Instagram. So we're Together Thriving WOC. Um, that's where you can find us as well. We just started a new lad- newsletter for Together thriving um okay. but we don't have a link <laughs> for that yet it's mostly been a newsletter that's gone out to our existing community um so hopefully we'll have more of those little tech things set up in the next little while but yeah definitely chatting on instagram is the best way to reach me or reach us yeah amazing thank you so much sarah this was full of so many golden nuggets and i just really want to acknowledge you for giving yourself permission to uncover who you really are to embrace that to put that out into the world because at the end of the day that's what we're all looking to gain access to and I know that especially for um people who yeah people who are not feeling represented in the traditional spaces where that work happens it's just it's so important and so powerful for people like you to be creating that space for people and uh and thank you for sharing about it with us yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so glad that, yeah, we got to talk today. I know. I finally <laughs> had you on here. I mean, divine timing because, um, yeah, I'm sure that I'll have you on again. But uh, I just – I knew that I wanted to talk to you about the summit as soon as you started talking about it. But I also knew that you were busy the last few months. Yep. <laughs> together, so this was perfect. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. All right. Well, I'll link everything down below. So please go follow Sarah. See you guys uh, next week. Thank you again, Sarah. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you got value from it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it on your Instagram stories and give the podcast a five-star review, which helps me to get this message out into the ears and the hearts of those who can benefit from it. And I'll see you guys next episode.